0: To I hope you're listening to Mad Love. As you can tell, I didn't get to podcast yesterday. Also, mainly because I'm still congested and <clears throat> don't quite sound like myself, I don't think. But, you know, it's just busy. The caregiving is kicking up quite a bit. You know, I think what people thought sounded hard before, um, some of it wasn't as hard as what we're going through now. I think organically, the last... I would say three months have just sort of been like probably what people imagined it's been like this whole time, you know. Um, But it's it's, just something. If you know a caregiver or a good nurse, man, you should pat them on the back, give them a hug, buy them a cup of soup, uh, send them some money, do something, because this is is not for the faint of heart. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting place to be, in. that's for sure. I never thought I would be doing this. No way. Especially because I'm the youngest. I just never felt like anything was my responsibility for real. But, you know, I have the best temperament for this, and it's hard. It just really is really, really hard. Um, and also, you're sad. it's sad because you're watching your parent just, like, deteriorate. It's just really sad. You gotta leave enough runway for that and enough energy to just do all the things you have to do and make all the decisions you have to make. Uh, none of it's free. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, you know, I pray for myself and I pray for everybody that you just get the strength to do this. And people who've already done it, like, ma'am, hats off to you, you know. Because this is this is the worst kind of illness. It's long. It's drawn out. It's different every day. It's uh, you don't know what's gonna happen. Um, some days they seem okay, and then other days they're not okay. Some days they're physically not well. Other days they feel okay. They're just really emotionally not not in a good space. It's it's a lot to process, and there's no training for it, you know. Regular people aren't ready to do this kind of kind of labor every day. It's no joke, man. It really isn't. Um I was also uh what else, uh, else was I thinking about? I can't remember. But that's, you know, I'm not trying to bring anybody down. I'm just trying to warn people. I feel like uh Paul Revere. Then I think I was watching something historically where it really wasn't Paul Revere. <laughs> Paul Revere didn't really do um, the warning. They rewrote the story. Uh, but anyway, I'm I'm out here trying to give you the message that you need a plan for yourself and your parents and uh, your loved ones. The older uncles and aunts, you know, people are going to have to take care of each other in a very real hands-on way. Uh, So anyway, I, uh, I'm excited. I think there's football tonight. I don't know what the matchups are, but I will say this, despite all the the things I'm going through with this Alzheimer's bullshit, I will say the football that is being played is top-notch. And I hope these people aren't, you know, hurting themselves into dementia, but uh, I do enjoy watching football. And I know there's traumatic brain injury. I know there's all kinds of horrible things that could happen, which is why, you know, it's a specialized job. Like everybody shouldn't be out here trying to play some football. Um, It's got to be your passion, especially now that you know what it can do to your brain and your body. So, uh, but the competition has been spectacular Buffalo, Kansas city. So Kansas city loses to Buffalo and they come back and spank what is actually a very good San Francisco 49er team. And I mean, they, they were like, call me daddy on the field. You know what I'm saying? They were just, they had their way with them and it was crazy. Cause I had picked uh San Francisco's defense 'Cause I thought you know, I've watched the Chiefs all year and they have been a little leaky. Not not hemorrhaging water by any stretch, but defense wasn't always tight. You know, they missed the honey badger. They miss uh I don't think they miss Tyreek Hill as much as people were saying. Cause I saw Juju Smith Schuster coming on and he's really starting to, to gel, and so is uh Marquez Scantling. He's got the Marquez Valdez Scantling, something like that. Uh MVS. Yeah, he's starting to come on. They're starting to get the rhythm and Mahomes is starting to trust them. Now are they Tyreek Hill? No, but they don't need to be Tyreek Hill to be a big part of this offense. They really, really remind me of the greatest show on turf when it was really popping because you had so many receiver options. That's exactly what the Kansas City Chiefs do, and it's like, "Oh, third and sixteen, we'll, we'll get it." Um, very exciting stuff. Also, on that note, how about the Los Angeles Rams? I cannot wait. I absolutely cannot wait until Cronky starts Kroenke-ing on them. Hardcore, like he's just showing you a little bit now, because he's like, "Oh yeah, we won a Super Bowl, and now he's got to pay all of, all that money from the lawsuit that we filed the owners aren't going to help him this this dude is about to pout he doesn't like sports but he buys sports teams and he neglects them and so i cannot wait to see colin cowherd's face when he realizes that was it what y'all just got that was it now he's now he's pissed he's not even gonna he's he wasn't even angry at us He was just bloodletting us because he hates the fans. And then he had this idea like, well, I got to get him out of uh, uh, St. Louis. So, you know, I'll just extort them. And I'm telling you, he's looking already where he can take the team or how he can, you know, bloodlet it. Because he's made all the money he's going to make really off of it. Because they already got the one little little Super Bowl. And he's just going to figure out how to extort the NFL so he can get uh either out of the team completely which i don't see him doing because he loves doing this He's, he's got a soccer team he neglects he's got a hockey team he neglects i think he even might even have a basketball team he neglects this is just not his thing he does not like sports this is a guy named after two cardinals two cardinal baseball players and he showed no loyalty to st louis i'm telling you i cannot wait and you can see a little bit that uh it's starting to dawn on Cowherd like, wait, Colin Cowherd is this uh, sports guy on Fox, Fox FS1, their their sports channel, and I used to listen to him on he was on ESPN. Uh, for some reason, I traveled a lot more back then by car, and I'd always pick up his show and listen to it all the way. You know, the ESPN signal was strong, so I'd be driving back from Columbus or driving back from somewhere, and I could listen to uh, his show, and so i saw I found him on t v and I started watching him on t v He's not my favorite. I like him uh because i think i think he has the an even temperament and he's not crazy, but he's a total fanboy and has that that l a bias and so he only cares about the Los Angeles Dodgers and the uh he's a homer. He's from like Seattle, but he loves the home teams and he can't be objective, you know. Uh, And so it's really going to be fun when he really realizes like this is it. You're not going to be talking about how great the Rams are. You're about to start being really frustrated with Kroenke because they're not going to get the pieces they need. That's what they did to us. And it's karma. And I can't wait. All right, everybody. That's me. The the revenge and the vengefulness lifted my spirits, because <laughs> I'm petty. Call me petty Pendergrass. I I mean the NFL has played with St. Louis's emotions with two teams, and the the way they took the Rams out of here the last time was horrible. And I get it. If you're from L. A., they were they were the Los Angeles Rams. But I was in L. A. when the team left and people were like they left they didn't work they weren't paying them any attention they weren't the cool team and then we got them and through a through just sheer luck and magic and miracles whatever you want to call it you know we were hoping beyond hope that Trent Green Trent Green was going to be the savior he gets injured the third string quarterback Uh, has to play, and it's this guy named Kurt Warner who was bagging groceries. Nobody thought anything about him. And on top of that, the Colts were over uh, um, uh, Marshall Falk. We got him for, like, nothing. They didn't think anything about sending Marshall Falk to St. Louis. So all of a sudden, we had Marshall Falk... We had a draft. We Isaac Bruce was Isaac Bruce was already here. He was with the LA Rams. And then you get uh we draft Tory Holt. And then all of a sudden and we had Oz Za I, I, I don't remember how to say his name like that. Sorry, sorry, Oz Hakeem, that's what it was. So we had Oz Hakeem and Ricky Pro. Ricky Pro was our fourth receiver. And then all of a sudden, for like two years, that was the best football I would ever seen until the Chiefs, offensively. I mean, it was incredible. So, yeah, we got the magic. We got the win. It was cool. Won the Super Bowl. It was awesome. And then after that, they just bloodlet the team. So, good luck, L.A. Good luck, because it's easy to get lost in that market. And... uh You know the Chargers play in that stadium, and if the Chargers have Herbert and and a family of owners who want to be successful, they didn't want to leave San Diego. So good luck. We'll see. All right, everybody, have an amazing day. Be your best.